0: This Off the Hazel podcast is now driven by Delore Nissan Regina. Nissan. hey everybody welcome back to episode 37 of off the hosel i'm your host my name is drew koser and as always i am joined by my two co-hosts my brother troy McClure koser oh i was loud and redlining that's okay and back in the saddle pleased to be joined by the reverend daniel h hagel
1: boys how's it going what's up rev how are you
2: not bad not bad you guys can't complain doing well doing well this fine tuesday evening
0: Reminder, this podcast is driven by Nissan Regina, and they are located on 1111 Broad Street, 1111 Broad Street. Be sure to head on down there to grab your next vehicle, drive Nissan. Uh, as I just mentioned, fellas, uh, how are we doing? Uh, as always, we'll do a roundtable, and starting off early this time, changing the order up. Mr. Reverend, how are you
1: doing? How's the weekend? Good. Uh, what did you do this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. No. No. Uh, how was my weekend? Is that what you said? Yep. I, yep. Well, not say that, but um,
0: I, I just said, "How's your weekend?"
1: <laughs> no, it was all right. Uh, went out to my buddy's acreage on Saturday, helped him out with uh, wiring a farmhouse up. I didn't oh. do much wiring. I know. It was more just sitting back, watching them work, and I was drinking the beer for them. So what kind of beer? Molson awesome products, obviously Coors Light.
0: And as the intro, as always, is brought to you by Molson Coors. Davy Stewart, how are you? um always a pleasure drinking well drinking faster Drink from cold troy my brother how was your weekend how's things how's the house what's new
2: weekend was a blur i just remember i was traveling i was in liberty on friday home saturday morning too cold to golf i played twice yeah well good for you um <laughs> okay yeah it was safeway open was on didn't watch much of it the field wasn't very strong uh, Yeah, I don't know. Worked on, got the house stuff going. It's actually the contractors are done. They're done. They left yesterday. So nice. Um, Yeah, I won't give any free ads. So awesome. Yeah,
1: Drew. Yeah, just wanted to say happy birthday. Oh, thanks, man. This guy's the big twenty-five today. So
2: that's Jerry quarter century.
0: Quarter century. Yeah, it is my birthday, and today is all about me. Uh, As we're recording this, it is Tuesday night, but it'll be launching Wednesday. So. Uh, I will. I will. I will wish our cousin uh, Joel Koser, uh He turns the same age as me tomorrow, actually. So yeah, it was. A, I had a good weekend, boys. I played a lot of golf. I actually went up to Davidson. Uh, Troy and I had him on Larry on the podcast early before this. We got moving forward to these episodes. Uh, actually, a great track. There was it was it was green nine holes. Um, I took out a buddy of mine and then another guy from Saskatoon came down to meet us up there and. I shot 68 out there. Um, should have been lower. There's actually... There's three mooses on hole 3 I've seen that. Was... Those things... This is their head the whole time.
1: They don't care, eh? No, was... they were
0: like... Couldn't kill me. It was happening. So then I'm like... What are the chances if I blade this ball across the green that this, this moose might kill me? Those things are huge. And they didn't have antlers, but it was huge. Um, yeah. That was my weekend, boys. And then I played... Um, I played Sunday, didn't I?
2: Yeah, because... You shot your putter was cold or something. Yeah, vanilla ice. Yeah, I was 73
0: or something like that. Yeah, I played the Royal. Uh, Did a little match there with our captain. And speaking of our captain, DK, we're obviously at Timberstone, and this weekend is the Fraser Cup for the Royal Regina as we take on the Waskana Country Club. Um, Our team is very strong. Their team is strong as well. We look to uh, take home the cup this year. We we've retained it the last two times. Uh, We want to win it outright. And we actually had well DK and Zab on last week at the start of the show talking about uh, the Fraser Cup and that's been around since 2010. And yeah, it's uh, I'm excited.
2: So yeah, I noticed last night on Instagram and Twitter your personal page. You I don't want to spoil spoil our guest, but he happened to make a guest appearance for your uh, yeah your not Ryder Cup Jesus.
0: Well, it's a Ryder Cup format. Fraser Cup.
2: Fraser Cup. Um, that's pretty cool. Um, how, how did you do that how did and, I and, and were the guys surprised
0: yeah I mean only a couple of guys knew that um well our guest today Matthew Barnaby and you know this guy's I think a pretty genuine guy like didn't ask for anything just yeah I'll do it for sure man and a few guys knew it's about it and then DK had a nice little speech for all the, the past players that have played the veterans the the sponsors you know Trent Dick and Bob Friesen uh Gord Burgess like legends uh, and then, obviously, the current players on the team. And then I'm like, hey, guys, uh, I'm just going to FaceTime Matthew Barnaby. Um, pushed it, and he he was an absolute riot for 10, 12 minutes. And, you know, he chirped all the guys, but all in good fun and, and gave us a good uh, pump-up speech to take down the Wascana. So, um, yeah, it was a lot of fun, and Ooh. I appreciate uh, Barney uh, doing that for us. And, yeah.
2: Awesome. No, just curious.
0: Already quickly here, uh, Troy and Rev, let's talk about last week's uh, the PGA event at the Safeway Open. Uh, quickly, before we go into the winner and obviously the LPGA, how about Graham Dillette? One hand chipping.
2: Yeah, that was cool, actually.
0: Unbelievable shot. Better than all he, three he of us He almost sunk
2: it. He almost sunk. He was like two inches earlier.
0: I couldn't believe it. Like, I, 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 when we talked to Graham in episode eight, you know, he's been fighting. Whatever he's got going on right now, he's... he's hey, he's, he,
2: was, he was happy to play golf. I, yeah, I know. Right. I know he would be happy to play golf and come out not hurt, not injured. Yeah. So you know he he can make the next event, right?
0: Yeah, no. And and Graham, I think is still to this day one of the best ball strikers on the PGA Tour, and he was he held stats for that a long time. Um, but yeah, moving forward, uh, Stewart Sink, 47 years of age, wins the Safeway Open. Um, I'm not going to sit here and lie around the table here. I didn't watch a ton of it. I was very intrigued by the LPGA event that was going on. Uh, Canadian. Uh, Canadian's own uh, Brooke Henderson. Uh, she has to... She hits it underneath... Um, what are they called The grandstands. Gets a drop. Chips it. And makes Eagle to get into a playoff. The other lady before that, the hole before, chips it also underneath... Uh, or hits it underneath the grandstands. She holds out for Eagle. I was like, what's happening the, in this golf game? I I, I I was bananas.
2: Maybe the girls can play too.
0: <laughs> I had the privilege of watching them in 2018 at the Wastana there. Yeah, that was unreal. They... Like it is unbelievable how straight they hit the ball. Mm-hmm. They they hit it just on a rope and it's straight. You know, Brooke's one of the longest hitters on two, and I think she's like two sixty, 260, two sixty five. Like that's not far, but like, like she's in that. And it's no offense, there's, um Zach Johnson? But she's in that <laughs> that same range Zach Johnson's only two seventy. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, for having that consistent and and just hitting the ball straight every time, like, uh, it's quite incredible. And she hits driver out of the off the deck lots, which is impressive. I can barely hit it off the tee, let alone uh out of the rough so um yeah
2: hey question for you guys are you guys hungry uh, watching golf for the stanley cup playoffs this past weekend i'm always hungry i'm always hungry do our listeners get tired of listening to our podcast off the hosel never well if they do and they get a knack to eat they should go see our friends over at campfire and grill they have offered delivery and pickup from their website which is www.campfiregrill.ca. they've got regina's best pulled pork gourmet hot dogs burgers and you got to try the bacon mac and cheese Deadly. So, so get over to www.campfiregrill, Go see our friends there, proud sponsors, and get your food ordered for pickup or delivery. Use, w- the, oh, use the promo code HOZZLE10 for 10% off your food order. Boom! There it is.
0: All right, boys, moving into this week's PGA event. It is taking place in...
3: Beautiful,
0: beautiful... Beautiful New York. I've never been on the bucket list. I intend on going there once in my life. I hope. Me too. Me too. Me too. Good song by Maiden Trainer.
2: Megan Trainer. Me too. Oh, if Lord. I was
0: Drew, oh. I'd wanna be me too. Anyway, cool. so uh, the song's called "Me Too" by Maiden Trainer. Um, that song is uh, <laughs> okay. I was No, no, that that song is um, <laughs> New York by Jay Z and Rihanna or something. Beyonce. No. Beyonce.
1: No, that's not Beyonce either. Yes, boys. It is Beyonce. No, that's Leisha Keys. Leisha hey, hey, Keys.
2: Leisha Keys. Edit. Edit. No, keep <laughs> that in. I thought he said Megan Trainor. We're all for two here, boys. you anyway, he said
0: me too, me too, me too, and the song by Megan Trainers, If I was you, okay. I'd want to be me too. <laughs> but to I don't it?
2: listen to that. Okay, and moving on it. to our picks this week. Well, didn't you want to tell them where we're playing, other than New York? Oh,
0: we're playing in New York, and Troy has
2: the rest of it for us. Here it is. We do. The 120th U.S. Open is scheduled to be played at Winged Foot Golf Club in Mamaroneck, in New York. Not Jeremy. What? Roner. <laughs> okay, I'm just like, oh my god. Uh, our our buddy Gary Woodland is last year's champion, and uh, I guess we're gonna see who we think's gonna be this year's champion.
0: All right, don't well, you go first.
2: Uh, put me on the spot and haven't even looked, haven't even thought. I'm gonna go with. Can I do ten and ten, or just a ten and ten, or should I just go one up? You let's should go one, up, one up. for once. Let's do on. 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 really struggling. Put of money okay. on. Okay, twenty spot on. Dustin Johnson.
1: Hmm. No-brainer.
2: Okay. And what does that pay <laughs> out there,
1: Rev? It's a payout of $180. Bucks.
0: Tough one, man. You're ready for that one already. Can Lock I, it can, in. Can I take Lock different it in. One? Nope. I got uh, Abraham answer this week. U.S. Open. It fits his It fits his kind of style of game. He doesn't go uh, entirely low a lot of times. Uh, hits the ball really straight, and he's got tight, tight mitts around the green as the rough is very thick, as uh, we, we've seen from uh, Speaking of Manscaped. What's up, the Rev? And what's the pay on that?
1: That is sixteen hundred bucks. <laughs> oh, That's wait. not bad. Thousand six hundred twenty bucks. Corrected <laughs> myself. One extra twenty bucks, Coach? I'm I'm full. Rev, who are you going with?
2: Okay, I'm gonna go with. Hmm. You've been looking at it for the last ten minutes. Yeah.
1: And for
0: and for all the listeners, by the way, before Rev goes on here, we didn't play that money, money, money song this week because we felt uh, we just. We're on a kind of a bad streak. Something different. Yeah. Just change it up to a little Jay Z and uh Alicia Keys or Beyonce. What are are you do? taking Ollie? <laughs> are <laughs> you taking
2: Ollie Schneider Jams? No, no, no. I'm mm. gonna I'm gonna pick uh Justin Thomas. Whoa, J T. That's just about a guaranteed bet as my DJ. Yeah, right. what's that payout? A DJ, a JT, two, and a double A. That's what we're going with this week. That's a two sixty payout. Two sixty. Oh. Not bad at all, not bad at all. Uh quickly here before
0: that those are our bets this week. Uh, not brought to you by anyone this week. So um we need someone to step up on that. Ah, uh, you know what? It's brought to you by Manscaped. Are you tired of your bush always looking heavy and thick and rough and itchy? It's, it could be crabs. It might not be crabs. You know what? Try out Manscaped.com. The lawnmower Mower 3.0. This thing works mint. Right to the bone. No scar, no rip. Manscaped.com. Um, boys, that was unbelievable. That was Adley. awesome. That was it's good. good. <laughs> um, but if you do have crabs, you should probably see a doctor. Um, <laughs> Okay, quickly here before we send over to Matthew Barnaby. Troy, why don't you rip off the social media handles and our sweaters. And okay,
2: okay. Twitter is at uh, underscore off the hosel. Instagram is also at underscore off the hosel. Facebook is at off the hosel. Buy a sweater. They're selling like hotcakes. We can't keep them on the shelves. We actually just had to put another order in. Uh, it's 40 bucks. Get yourself a nice gray or a nice black. Uh, super, super comfy. Uh, I still haven't washed mine yet. Well, you should. Five bucks from each sweater sold is going to go to our friends at the Cancer Foundation of Saskatchewan, and uh, we want to cut them a big fat check here, so DM us if uh, you want one of these beautiful Picture. sweaters. Uh, you guys have our, our, all our social media pages and handles, and would uh, like to see some more off the hustle sweaters in the province of Saskatchewan, the country, North America.
0: And as our guest today would say, Saskatchewan, uh, we are going to send it over now to Matthew Barnaby right away here, quickly before we go, at Coastal Troy. At D Hags with two Z's on that one. Those that bad boy on Twitter. At Coaster Drew on Twitter. At Co- uh, Yort Co. Backwards Troy. If you don't know how to spell it, shit out of luck. Uh, and at Daniel Hagel5. He's still in junior hockey days on Instagram. And myself, at Coaster Drew. And as always, our camera and video guy in the background, Christian Massaway. Uh, Christian's going to spell it out for me in the background there. It's at C H R I S T I N M A S A. Oh, A-Y. A-Y. We're going to get a new one here, uh, a new handle for Christian sooner or later. But uh, it's other gonna than be, that, it's going to be at camera guy. <laughs> other than that, though, we have Barney on the phone.
2: Hope you guys enjoy it. Hi, Troy Koester from Off the Hustle. Are you tired of having the same problems year by year? Dustin Felsky with Precise Accounting and Consulting is here to help. We can help you with your tax solutions, fix cash flow issues, reduce costs of business, and give back the time you need to increase your business potential. Whether you're self-employed or running a large business, Dustin with Precise Accounting Consulting will have solutions that will fit your needs to grow your business. Precise Accounting Consulting has been serving Pence and surrounding areas for the past four years. For more information, visit Precise Accounting on Facebook or www.pac.ca.
0: at the top of the podcast today on the feature of off the hosel inside the clubhouse i am pleased to be joined by the tailor-made rep in mike Lanyon. how's it going today man
4: i'm well thanks how are you
0: well oh, can't complain it's actually my birthday today as we're recording this i'm having a great day um yeah hello, man hello. happy birthday oh i appreciate that I, I really do thank you so much um what's new in uh in, in your life mike what's going on
1: uh well I just this
4: time of year it's uh i mean we're I guess kind of transitioning slowly transitioning into 2021 a little bit, just kind of with the, as we, you know, it's crazy to think that, uh, you know, we're kind of a month away from golf kind of being close to completely shut down for, for the year in Saskatchewan at least. But, uh, no, it's crazy how, how fast this, this summer has gone by. And from, you know, looking back to where kind of the golf world was and just the entire world was, you know, kind of six seven months ago to where we are now, it's, you know, done almost a complete 180. So it's, uh, been a, a definitely an interesting year but for the most part I think it's been pretty positive for golf so I mean like this whole COVID-19 thing has been a bit of a, a blessing in disguise for golf because it seems like the you know the, the amount of rounds are up uh, you know more people are playing and you know people are spending money on you know golf balls golf you know golf memberships golf clubs so uh, I guess selfishly for myself and, and the brand it's been good but I uh, know it's been uh, yeah it's been a fairly good year to say the least.
0: Well, quickly before we go back into like how you got into the business, it's funny you say that because like I was talking to a few guys and I, I had it written down here for later. But uh, I remember I was in I was in like high school and junior golf, and I used to like not get made fun of, but it was like, oh, you're golfing today, like you have golf practice, like. But now like all those guys yeah. are golfing now. It's like, yeah, shut up, you know. Yeah. <laughs> now you're exactly. playing. Yeah, so.
4: well, yeah, I mean, it's kind of it, it seemed like it kind of opened the doors to some players that you know maybe. Once would it wouldn't justify, you know, kind of the, the cost spending of going to play golf or buying equipment where you know, a lot of the times we'd hear it on, you know, fitting days and demo days of, oh, you know, let me play, you know, a couple times a month or I can't justify spending, you know, X number of dollars on a new driver, new sets of irons. And it seemed like kind of that segment of the, of the golf market or kind of the, the golf, uh, you know, kind of golfer side. Those were the ones that were kind of coming to us, and okay, now I'm playing more because you know I bought a membership because you know we can't you know really go anywhere, we can't travel, stuff like that. So it seemed that like kind of money was being kind of allocated towards golf this year. So it's uh, you know hopefully we continue to see that growth and hopefully we you know retain you know close to 100% of all the you know kind of golfers we gained this year, and um, and hopefully we'll see that uh, you know kind of translate into 2021 as well.
0: Absolutely. Um, well, Mike, I want to I want to kind of backtrack this here. How did you get into you know being a rep and and enjoying the long hot days and enjoying the long windy days in Saskatchewan and traveling around uh, Western Canada? I'd imagine.
4: Yeah, I uh, was lucky enough to start working for TailMade back in 2009. Um, so I used to live out in Kelowna uh, for 13 years before full, relocating full out to Saskatoon here. Um, so I started working at a, one of the golf courses. So I. would originally grew up in, uh, Silver Lake, Alberta. Nice. Um, so I started working at the golf course there when I was you know, kind of 13, 14. Um, and then when I moved out to Kelowna, I started working at, uh, Gallagher's Canyon golf club there. So, um, at the time our Taylor made an rep out there, Greg Mertland, Um, he was, uh, he lived out at the golf course up there. Then his son was also working, uh, at the course as well. So I kind of knew them a little bit and, basically got to approach one fall and ask him what I was doing the following spring if I wanted to be interested in, you know, doing some tech work and do some, some demo days for TailMade. So I said, absolutely. And uh, I was lucky enough to, to do that for four years out in Kelowna, work as a kind of a, you know, tech rep to, to do that stuff yeah. for a couple of years. And then uh, we opened up a performance center at the Harvest Golf Club. Nice. Um, so at the time we were the, I guess the second and third one we opened up. We had originally had one in Vancouver, and then we opened one up in uh, Calgary and Cologne as well. So uh, transitioned into a master fitter at our performance center there for four years. And then in the fall of 2017, once uh, we divested from Adidas golf, so now we're two separate companies. Uh, we had some territories and some reps shuffle around. So uh, I applied to, to come out here and uh, become a rep. So uh, when I first moved out here in October, 2017, it was a, uh, a little bit of a change coming from uh, with obviously a little bit, uh, a little bit more scenery and a little warmer weather, but um, you know, like I said, l- lucky enough, I was, you know, born in the Prairie. So I kind of knew what I was getting myself into, yeah. but uh, it was definitely a, a big transition um, for, I mean, pretty account based more importantly, but also for myself where uh, they merged two territories into one. So I had everything from Lloydminster to Thunder Bay was my territory. So for uh, fully just over just over a year, I had that territory uh, before they realized that yeah, it's a little bit too big of an area for one guy to to, to cover off, especially just for how condensed our, yeah. our season is out here in the prairies. So um, and also they hired they uh, had another rep uh, hired into cover off uh, Winnipeg uh, just about two years ago now in um, January 2019. Huh. And now I just look after Saskatchewan, so it's a little bit easier to to manage in terms of travel, and but also to you know see the guys more than once a year, and you know be able to actually play a little bit of golf now too, and not have to yeah you know pack up and drive to Thunder Bay and to Winnipeg and stuff like that. It makes uh, you know makes my personal life a little bit easier for sure.
0: <laughs> well, so speaking of traveling, I mean I'm just curious. Now you said you're you're in Saskatchewan now, and it sounds like a full-time thing. Um, how much, I mean, are you traveling more this year, less this year? And, and I mean, and also the, to piggyback that question, uh, how many fittings are you doing a year or uh, seasons? Yeah, sorry.
4: Probably doing, um, I guess probably a little bit more travel, uh, this year than the past just because we had that demand for, um, Clubs for and- the fitting days. Yeah, yeah. So in the past, like we'd kind of, we've, we we've always kind of leaned towards more of that fitting day Avenue. Yeah, Uh, it does work for us. It just like that's kind of what we had at our performance center. We were by by appointment only, you know, people would pay, you know, $150 for a full two hour bag fitting. We'd go through and everything kind of a little bit more detail and, you know, really get people dialed in in that way. And and what we found this year is we did, I think think all companies did um, basically just by appointment only, just we kind of control and manage the flow of traffic, who's touching what to make sure we're, you know, sanitizing things properly. Um, so we had a lot of success with, uh, with the fit days where, you know, they're booking up within, you know, we'd set up the day within a couple hours, you know, they're already booked solid so our accounts are asking, Hey, can we do, you know, do a second day, do a third day, do a fourth day. And, uh, so it was kind of a little bit of zigzagging back and forth. So it was, it was great to see the demand for the product, you know, it's great to see the demand for golf and, um, definitely more beneficial. So now we can kind of set a time that side or set a time outside, sorry. Um, with the player or with the customers so we could actually, you know, give them some one-on-one time. So it works, like I said, it works great for everybody because now they know it that gets that, you know, an undivided attention. We give them, you know, either half an hour or an hour depending on what they're needing to get fit for. Um, we can give them a better experience. They're happier with the, uh, with the process. Um, you know, more, Absolutely. you know, yeah. yeah, more often than not, if, you know, they're kind of setting the time aside to go through fitting, you know, then kind of their inclination of purchases, turning a little bit higher um so we can you know kind of help close some more more sales for the golf courses we're at that day and um, like i said it's kind of a, a win all around because now we've got kind of that pre-committed uh you know player that's wanting to get fit and then we can just basically take that fit sheet and go to their golf pro and say you know hey miss hey mr and mrs pro here's the you know here's Johnny's specs <laughs> uh you know get a quote together for him and and then we'll sort him up and, uh, and away we go
0: wow that's crazy well, it's yeah. it's funny because I I am a Titleist guy and I have Sorry, my I bag, that. my <laughs> bag broke actually three days ago, and I'm using my current TaylorMade R9 staff bag. It, it looks pretty sweet, but um, yeah, just throwing that plug out there. Um, yeah, no, but,
4: for sure. I guess we'll
0: have to, get, have to get you upgraded then for sure. Uh, quickly here, Mike. I want to know. I mean, and I'm sure all of us just want to know what's new, what's coming out in 2022. Right, 2021, sorry, jump in a year. 2021, yeah. Uh, what's new on the market? What's the, the best stick in, in irons and, and what's going on in the, the tailor-made world?
4: Uh, I guess for us on, on our our new product side of things, uh, we just launched, I guess, two weeks of at retail, but about a, just over a month ago, uh, we had launched our new uh, additional P-series irons. So our P7MB, our muscle back, our P7MC, which is our muscle cavity. And then our P770, um, which sort of replaces the, the P760 iron. Um, so we've just kind of, if you kind of look at kind of our, our full iron lineup, um, I'd say one thing we've kind of lacked the last couple of years has kind of been that better player iron. Yeah. Um, where we haven't really had kind of that, that true muscle back for a couple of years. We had the 730 for about a year and a half, 18 months. Um, and then that was about it. Then it just basically was 760 or our Tiger Woods iron.
0: Oh, yeah. Tiger Woods
4: iron is beautiful iron. Um, but I tell people it's like legitimately made for the best player in the the world. So, I mean, if we're, uh, if we're playing, I'll take two, uh, I would, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, But uh, yeah, so it's, we we kind of, I guess kind of lacked in that better players iron, so to speak. Um, So that's kind of where it just kind of fills in that gap. Um, It's kind of more, you know, generally more towards kind of that, you know, probably 12 to maybe 50 handicap in that, you know, 770, 790 iron. And then kind of, you know, as you get into the lower digit handicaps, um, that's kind of more so where that gears uh, kind of designed for. Um, I know, especially out here in in Western Canada. Uh, luckily for all the new irons, everything's available in in left hand as well. So uh, nice. that's the first first time we've ever offered a, a left handed muscle back. Uh, wow, so it's nice to finally get some love out, up here in Canada because it's one thing we've always battled with was with, uh, you know, with our design teams down in in the US is you hey guys like we have a lot of left handed left handed players. Where I think in the US. Um, my numbers may be off, but I think it's around like 5% in the U S is left-handed. Wow. Um, I think nationally in Canada, we're around 24%, but I think we're closer to about 30% left-handed here in Western Canada. Wow. Um, so that's one thing we've always kind of struggled with. Um, and even this year was our first year. We've made a left-handed rescue.
0: Holy, that's you know, crazy. Left-handed, sorry,
4: left, sorry, left, left-handed, uh, five rescue. We've had a three and four, but right-handed we've had a, a three to a seven rescue. It's like, yeah. Well, maybe let's dish, Pitch that seven rescue put in a five just to kind of help you know cater to those lefties a little bit but unfortunately with the uh, u.s being such a huge market um they just don't see kind of the you know cost benefit of okay well if we make this mold for a left-handed five rescue you know how many units are we actually going to sell and all that sort of stuff so i get kind of where they're coming from from a yeah you know, kind of a, a skew management um, design, I understand that side of things, but uh, yeah, so so that's uh, nice for some lefties, and uh, and I guess additionally to the P, the P- series irons, we also uh, launched uh, kind of a new kind of driving iron. I guess two of them, I should say, um, yeah. our sim UDI, which our ultimate driving iron, and then also our uh, sim DHY. Um, so basically driving hybrid, so just a little bigger sole, a little bit chunkier look to it. Um, just help bring that ball foot up just a little bit more. So, once again, both of those are available in uh in right-hand and left-handed, so we kind of, you know, cater to more to the masses up here in, in Canada. And then uh, I guess our third product we uh, unveiled as well was our new Spider FCG putter. Um, so for the players that have always kind of played or prefer the, the feel of a blade and have a little more of that release, um, the Spider FCG, which is uh, forward-centre of gravity. Um, so basically, they, if you look at kind of, if you flip the putter around, and look at the sole, um, so that the predominant weight, weighting of the putter, uh, 75% of that of the weight of the putter is up front. Oh wow! So basically, so there's an base, an inch and a quarter, which is the standard size of a of a regular blade putter. Um, so with that, so everything's kind of pushed, all that weight's pushed forward. So it definitely has a way different feeling from just where that center of gravity is positioned, uh, compared to say, like with our Spider Tour or with our Spider X. Um, so it's a very, very unique feeling putter. Um, so it, you know, kind of our sales pitch on that is it looks like a mallet, feels like a blade, but forgives like a spider.
0: Nice. Um, That's pretty sweet.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's nice because we and we have those in three different uh, neck styles. Well. We have it in a short slant, uh, plumber's neck, and then also a single bend as well. So we cover kind of you know, three different uh, amounts of toe hang if you want face balance or two different toe hang options. Uh, depending on how much kind of release each player has of the putter, so you can kind of fit quite a few players into those uh, into those models there.
0: Well, that's one thing I'm not set on as putters. I've had them all, and I will continue to use them all until I um, find one that I like. So that's uh, yeah. good information, man. Mike, I mean, where can, uh, where can everyone find you and contact you and get a hold of you guys and Taylor- TaylorMade? Uh, yes.
4: Uh, I mean, for me, usually uh, Instagram is kind of the easiest way to get hold I me. Mean, I check that a little bit more often than uh, than my Twitter. Although I should get a little bit more active on <laughs> on social media. But uh, my um, Instagram handle is uh, Mike from TaylorMade, so it's uh, very easy to <laughs> very easy to remember. We're like Jake from State Farm. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, hundred percent. It's So they coming. Maybe I'll start wearing a little name tag that says uh, Mike from TaylorMade <laughs> or Jake from State Farm. Might be my cousin, but. Uh, <laughs> And then um, for my uh, Twitter account, it's uh, Mike underscore Langan underscore TM.
0: There it is. Uh, the Made rep, yeah. Mike Langan. Uh, I appreciate you coming on the show today, man. And we'll, have to, you know, we'll meet in person one time and uh, we'll have a bevy. Take care, man.
4: Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it.
0: Are you tired of the same old spice rum and coke or any other basic mixed drink? Well, we want to change that. Here at Off the Hazel Crew, we are proud supporters of Last Mountain Distillery. They got so many good choices that will change your world. Just some off the top of our head Last Mountain Distillery Whiskey, Rum, Dil Pico Vodka, Root Beer Schnapps, and now new Apple Pie Moonshine. If you haven't already checked out Last Mountain Distillery, for all your mixed bevy needs, Last Mountain Distillery, no questions asked. Alrighty, we are pleased to be joined by for a second go around, and one of the most wanted guests, Matthew Barnaby, thanks for joining the pod ta- uh, podcast today, Shooter, how's it going?
3: I'm good, boys, how are you?
0: <laughs> not bad. There's three of us here today, there's uh, well, you, you never met uh, the Reverend, reverend, uh, reverend Dan's on the pod now. Hey, Barney, how's it going, man?
3: I'm good, I'm good, pleasure's all mine. Yeah, for sure.
0: He's not really a, a, a priest or a reverend, but we, we call him that, but. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> hey,
2: I'm not Catholic either, so we're okay. <laughs>
0: And, uh, and Troy always is uh, on the other side of the table for me.
2: Hey, Matt. How you doing, pal? I'm good, my man.
0: All right. already, Barney. Where are you right now? What's going on? We hear some echo in the background. Are you at a sports bar? Where are you? Are you in Ottawa? What's going on? I am.
3: I am betting a lot of games tonight. I got uh, <laughs> Boston minus 2.5. I got Tampa Bay minus 1.5 in the under 5.5. 5. So, yeah, I had a sports bar right, out of the, right around the corner from me. Played in the golf tournament. Day had lots of fun, but damn, was it cold up here? So now I'm just uh, live betting all the games <laughs> while I actually do the podcast. So you better bring me luck or I'm never doing this again. You got
2: your <laughs> mask on there?
3: Do I have my mask on o- only when I go to the bathroom? More <laughs> I have, uh, I- I- I'm 47 years old, so uh, I'm not going to lie. I go to the bathroom probably every four minutes. <laughs>
0: That sounds awful, but I don't want to at that point in my life. Actually, today, Matthew, I just want to let you know, it is my birthday today as we're recording this, uh, and today's my day. So,
3: yeah. H-ha- happy birthday.
0: H- how old? 25. 25.
3: Holy shit. <laughs> so, you actually, actually, you, you probably don't even last three minutes in sex. so enjoy, <laughs> enjoy that. The, the older you get, you know, it's just you might die for a heart attack but at least you last more than three seconds so happy birthday my
2: man i appreciate it hey barney i wanted to ask you while you're talking about your sports betting uh elaborate about your bet 99 how you're uh you're you're teamed up with them and just let our listeners know you know what it's all about what kind of money they can make and uh, you know how we can get involved with it
3: yeah i mean bet 99 is an awesome site it's uh canadian uh guys that uh that run it from from toronto and one lives in bahamas now um but it's a great site actually i met the guy years and years ago i played golf with him in fort lauderdale uh but then i you know i've always been a better i i I enjoy betting um i i love watching sports and sports and betting it just i think amplifies it all Uh, i think the most important thing for for people that do bet is just gamble what you can afford to lose. You, you can't go to bed at the end of the night and you know, be pissed off at your wife or be pissed off at your kids because you lost too much of the mortgage payment. You, you gamble what you can afford to lose. Everyone's is a little uh, different. Uh, but I, I love it. I absolutely love um, betting on all, all sports. Uh, obviously, hockey, uh, for me, is probably what I know the best. Uh, football, I study the most and put most uh, effort into because uh to me you know hockey is, is more of a, a parody thing i'll probably take the odds more often than not uh, just because anyone can beat anyone you have basketball it's more about laying points and you know also taking the odds as we say that the islanders just made it one nothing at almost the end of the first so
2: was it our local boy them. was it our local boy ebbs that scored what's that was it our local boy eberly that scored
3: no, no, it looks like it's Pellick uh, from the back end. He's got a bomb, hmm. absolute bomb. But no Braden Point tonight, obviously no Stamkos. Uh, but it's, it's, I uh, really had a big hit in the corner. Uh, but yeah, it, it's, to me, it, it's fun. But I, what I love most is, is live betting during a game, just knowing the ebbs, ebbs and flows of the game and, you know, adjusting your bet uh, accordingly. So I love it. Um, I've hooked on one of them, like I said. Uh, kind of an ambassador, um, also an influencer, but also I'm probably their biggest client because I love to gamble.
0: <laughs> well, it's funny talking about this right now. Cause the Reverend texted me a couple of weeks ago and he says this the, this should get uh, out of out of hand real quick. And meanwhile, I was at home betting on a five dollar horse to win a horse race, and um, number six is in, he's he's in the lead, he's on the race. Horse six is on the win, and <laughs> and he pulls out and finishes fourth. I'm like,
3: fuck motherfucker, fuck,
2: fuck. yeah, I was pretty upset about that one, but. Um, yeah,
3: it must have been a male horse to be pulled out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so are you into the like the, uh, the Russian ping-pong stuff, like if sports day is slow or no? Say that again, sorry? Are you into like the Russian ping-pong uh, tournaments if, if the sports day is slow? <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, I don't do anything in Russia. I don't do anything in Turkey. I don't do uh, cricket in India. Uh, no, no, a lot, a lot of those underground sports whichever way it goes, there are some soccer leagues over there, too, that are just so corrupt with the way that they do it. So, no, I, I stick to pretty well the main ones, baseball, hockey, football. I love NCAA. I think for me the best, probably where I make the most money is college football um, and, and live betting it, too, as well. And I love betting, you know, with the U.S. Open coming up. I love golf, as do you guys uh, absolutely love golf. Golf's tough. You have to take kind of a range of, of guys. It's a big risk. So many guys that that could win, too. So I, I think when you bet golf, you just have to bet a multiple of guys and look for top fives and top tens rather than winners. And if you're, if you're betting winners, you know, take four or five guys and, and just pray like uh, this week at uh, the U.S. Open at Winkler, one of my favorite courses I've ever played in my life. Looks absolutely ridiculous with the rough and the greens running. So yeah. fast, it should be. It should be a lot of fun to watch.
0: Who do you got this week? Uh,
3: right now, I well, I always bet Tiger, so that's throwing money out uh, the, the window <laughs> this week. I don't think he stands a chance. But I always bet Tiger. It's kind of it's kind of a evil necessity for me. He's my favorite athlete of all time, um, <laughs> with Michael Jordan. Uh, but who else do I have? I'm not touching DeChambeau. The rough's way, way, yep. way too thick, but I have money on uh, Justin Thomas, I have money on DJ, uh, who's playing really well last three weeks, he's, he's, been, he's been really good. I have some money on Shopley, um, I think the, the numbers, um, you know, when you start to look at the odds, that's where you try to put your money, so uh, those three guys are at the top of mine, and I have DJ to, to place in the top five.
0: Well, it's funny you mentioned two out of the three names that, are on the, uh, that we picked, uh, Troy picked, uh, Dustin Johnson, and the Reverend picked JT. I picked Abraham Answer, as you probably know, our cousin Caddy's for uh, for Abraham, but I watched yep. him hitting wedge yep. shots around the green. His mitts are tight.
3: You, you, you're going to need it. You're not going to hit all these greens, especially if you don't drive it in the fairway. I think the Fairways are so tight, and you guys saw... The rough. Your short game has to be ridiculous. I mean, ridiculous around the green. So he's a great player. I mean, you take anyone in the top yeah. 15, 20, um, they can win. You're going to have some guys, I think, go low and relatively low. We're not going to see any 63s out there. It's just, it's no. just playing way too hard. Uh, we're going to look for even par to win this tournament. And it's going to be fun to watch. I think JT tweeted today. I want to say it was him. He either tweeted or he said it. Um, if you want to see people look stupid and make us look stupid around the greens and chip shots that, that we have and also, you know, greens playing and, and making us look stupid, this is the week to look. You, you're going to enjoy it.
2: Yeah, he actually was also, I believe he tweeted out about, you have a better chance this week of playing out of the fairway bunkers than you do in the rough around the greens.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And you, you see how thick it is. They've grown out. And, you know, I, I think some of the courses just get, I mean, I don't want to say too easy, but these guys hit it so far. And if you don't put rough into account, it just becomes a, you know, a putting contest. I don't think that's a true test of golf is, is a putting contest. Yes, you have, to, you have to be able to putt well. But I, I, I love seeing guys having to make four or five footers for par rather than, you know, 10 footers for birdie that are pretty benign.
2: So Matthew, you you said that Wingfoot was one of the best courses you've ever played. Like when you've played it, was it designed and and looked just like they're going to play this weekend?
3: Oh God, no! I would never have played. I would never have played. I I, I played Beth Page right after the US Open. I can't remember what year it is that now. Was two years it was, ago. It, it, yeah, it was it was an absolute bear. Um, I played Pinehurst right after the Open um, years and years ago. Very tough. But uh, Wingfoot is. It's a totally different beast. We I used to live 10 minutes away when I played uh, with, with the Rangers and played it all the time. Just an awesome, awesome track. Uh, great membership. Just a beautiful, beautiful old school Tillinghast uh, course. So uh, it's going to play really, really tough. Thank God I've never had to play it in these conditions. Well, When I could, when I hit it in the rough, which I usually do, not like you guys, um, I can actually get the blade on the ball and, and maybe get it up and down. But at least I was making bogey. Uh, bogey's going to be a good scorer on a lot of these times when you drive it in the rough.
0: So quickly, Matthew, I have a question, and I mean, as no one as to you, uh, Cindy Fluff, Lindy Ruff gets a new job in the NHL. What are your uh, your thoughts on that?
3: <laughs> yeah, you, you know, I, I didn't get along with Lindy at all, and our our personalities didn't mesh per se. But here's what I'll say: Lindy's very well prepared. He's a good coach, and I I, I can tell you in the last few years. Um, his personality has changed in the way that he coaches, not only from me seeing it from the outside talking with him, but also from players that have played under him, whether it, it him is, as an assistant coach with the Rangers, just being around him. He's a different guy, and I think that serves him well. Uh, you have to change. You have to evolve. The, uh, the climate that we're in just, just, just in whole in 2020 is much different than when he was my coach in '96. In in Buffalo, so I think he's very well prepared. I think he's a good coach. He's learned a lot that will serve him better And New Jersey. Definitely needs something because uh, it's been a struggle for them.
0: So I'm curious now. A guy like Lindy, and you can correct me wrong. You played for him. Is he not a defensive coach? or more defensive mindedly? And he has all those guys like Heisher and uh, Hughes. Like like they're a pretty offensive team, no?
3: Yeah, no. He he's he's very much a defensive coach. Um, he's going to staple that in. But so so is Barry Trotz, right? Like Barry Trotz yep. has been very successful um, in a defensive style. I think you have to rely on your offensive, um, your your power play guys, and he's going to design that with his assistant coaches. Uh, but he is a defensive uh, system coach. That's the way that he coached that his belief. And I, I don't think it's bad that they have some offensive guy, and we can throw Jack Hughes uh, into that mix. You you mentioned Heisher. Uh, they, they have some offensive young guys, but I think structure is paramount if they're going to have some success because, you know, they don't have an overabundance of talent, and, and their talent are all young guys. So uh, they need P.K. Subban to be better than he was. He's got to be better defensively, yes, be mm-hmm. better offensively, and they need to get goal-tending, uh, consistent goaltending if they're going to have a chance of making the playoffs, which I don't see them making this year.
2: So, Barney, I think one reason we like having you on the podcast and a lot of our listeners is because we kind of can just talk about anything and everything and bounce back and forth. So I'm going to follow up another hockey question, then, you know, maybe get into some more golf stuff. But, you know, as of right now, as we're recording, there's three teams left in the Stanley Cup playoffs, right? So we got Dallas is in the cup. You gave us an update, one nothing Islanders. So what, what, what do you see? Is it Dallas Islanders or Dallas Tampa?
3: Well, I, I see Tampa Bay. I think there's a the better team. Braden Point's not playing tonight. Obviously, that hurts them. Steven Stamkos has been out. You know, it's, prob probability is he's not going to play even in the Stanley Cup final. But I like Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's a better team than New York Islanders. I, New York Islanders just battle hard. You know, I, I think they have to get a little bit lucky, a little bit fortuitous. Because when you play Tampa, you have to stay out of the box. You have to pray that your goaltender in Barlamov, whether it's him or Grice, it's Barlamov tonight. That he makes big saves. They block a lot of shots. They they really collapse to the front of the net and don't give you much. But when you take penalties, you're gonna have to you know pick your poison. Do you want break Point usually in the bumper? Do you want Kucherov taking the one timer, or do they go back up top to to Heaven, who might be the best defenseman in, in the National yeah. Hockey League? So uh, you know, and, and oh oh, by the way, yeah, they have the best goaltender in Vasilevsky when things do break down. So Tampa Bay is the, the the best team that's remaining. Dallas has been very fortuitous, also. I think they got outplayed in the Vegas series. Who uh, Dobin, uh, we aren't going home. As he said last night after getting the, the chain after the game, yeah. um, has been the X Factor. And that's, that's the great thing about hockey is you don't have to be the better team. There's a lot of parity. It's not like basketball where you can have the two stars and you win the game. Um, the X Factor is the goaltender. Hu Dobin has been that good. I don't see them winning. I don't see them uh, beating Tampa, whether it's tonight and they get through in Game 5 or Game 6 or even Game 7. Tampa Bay is the best remaining team. I expect them fully to win the Stanley Cup. But having said that, you got no Stamkos, no Braden. Yeah. Now we're talking a different game. I'd probably take Dallas and the points uh, or at least the, the, the money line on which they would, would be getting. They would certainly be the underdog.
0: So, Barney, I mean, Rev would know this pretty well. For me, I'm not a very tough guy on the ice uh, fighting-wise. I was a good hack. I could slash guys like crazy. If Kucherov ever slashed you like that on a breakaway, what are you doing to him?
3: Wow. Wow. Wow! he'd probably end up in the hospital. I'd get suspended and kicked out of the league, and then – uh, or, or be traded. Yeah, no. Um, Yeah, Cooch ever touched me. I'd probably lay a, lay a pretty good beating. But, you know, I'm so used to getting beat up by the bigger guys, um, those Sasky boys that I had to fight. So I would feel like a Sasky boy because I would actually win one if I got to fight Cooch.
0: <laughs> but honestly, like, when I watch that, I'm like, I'm turning around and I'm slashing right through his ribcage. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, absolutely you are. Like, that was a hard slash from a guy that – has what nine pims a year? Maybe. Yeah. Like. Yeah,
3: I did, Yeah, the 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 shut off valve wouldn't have uh, ha, ha, have a spot in my my spot either. I either turn around and slash them, but I think it's better when you when you get to turn around and just drop your gloves when he's not ready for it and just break his face. That's equally that's as funny. fun.
2: So but, speaking of slashing, I mean, uh, I'm just curious. Have you been following your good buddy uh, Sean Avery's Instagram account with him trying to get a job on NHL uh, NBC? Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no I think those days are long gone long gone and here, here's what I know I, I don't think I'm made for mainstream media I just don't think it's in me in any which way I I like to say fuck too much I like to say fuck you too much <laughs> um, yeah I, I just don't think it's, it, it's in the mainstream media for me so I love what I'm doing I love Bet99 I love gambling and I just don't think that plays very much into what NBC wants but as big a douchebag as Mike Milbury is, he can keep his job.
2: <laughs> well, you and Avery have something in common, because he can't fucking stand him either. Oh, Milbury, yeah, I know. And then there's, <laughs> the in between the glass thing with Maguire is just another whole nightmare too. But thank God we get uh, the Sportsnet feed, right? So,
3: I, 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 got, I got a great story on Mike Milbury. We had a goaltender. I can't even tell you what teams you'd be able to piece together, but I want people to know that out there.
2: We had
3: a team. We had a backup goaltender for anyone that's listening. In New York Islanders, when you play in the uh, Nassau Coliseum, your 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 spare goalie, your backup goalie doesn't sit with a team, he sits in the aisleway. Yeah. And we were up five to one after two and our backup said to a, a girl that was sitting in the stand, if or well, she said to him, if you guys make it six to one why don't I come back into the room and I'll give you a blowjob and <laughs> right right away we made it 6 to 1 so he trucks back into the, into the dressing room um, she's taking care of him and all of a sudden Jaromir Yager walks into the room because he was hurt and he walks in and he goes holy shit what's happening oh I guess I just told you the team it was Pittsburgh <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, we were laughing there, but you just face-timed me, Barney. That's okay. <laughs> I thought there was something cool. Maybe they backed up ten <laughs> years of society or something.
3: <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, our backup goalie. When uh, we made it six-one, got taken care of. Great job. Great job.
0: Hey, Barney. <laughs>
2: no, hold on a sec. What oh. did that have to do with Millberry? Oh yeah. What's that? What did that have to do with Millberry? Oh, he was coaching, I think.
3: Well, so so Milbury after the game comes down to our GM Craig Patrick and he's like, "Hey, I know what happened. The security guard told me this and that. I'm going to report." He goes, "Here's what I'm telling you, Mike. I have a lot more to report on you than you have on us." So that's what <laughs> he's like, "Okay." <laughs>
0: hey, did you just say Craig Patrick, Barney?
3: Yeah, awesome dude. Hey, awesome man. Barney,
0: do you want to Facetime? This is twice now. This is live on the on the pod here. I'm going to hang up on you in here. There you go. Um <laughs> Okay, Craig Patrick, when you were playing for him, like, did he tell you some cruel cool stories? Like, about like nineteen
3: eighty? No, you know what? We, we we never got into that. Craig is such an awesome dude, but he did hire Herb Brooks, um, came in as our coach my I wanna say my second year. Um we had fired our coach and, and brought Herb in, God rest his soul, just an unbelievable guy, just unbelievable person. Uh, but, yeah, no, I, I love Craig, but he never he never talked about it, never never at all. He was just hes a very, very humble guy, just a, a great guy that loves hockey, very knowledgeable, uh, but one of the best people I've ever met playing the game, um, being around the game, uh, just an unbelievable guy. Uh, I remember one time I got suspended for uh, grabbing a fan out of the stands after getting beat up by Peter Worrell in Florida, <laughs> and I got suspended four games, 65 grand. So the next night we were, we were playing in, in uh, Tampa, but I went to the bar because I wasn't playing um, the night before the game. And figure that out. Another bar. And, and Craig was there with some scouts. So I walked into the bar, and it's after curfew. It's like, I don't know, 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night. And he goes, Barney, what are you doing? And I go, just having a beer. And he's like, it's after curfew. I'm like, okay, I'm sorry, I'm not playing for four games, I'm getting bag skated tomorrow, like, I, I'm, I'm okay, and he's like, Get, you, you gotta go home, and I'm like, okay, no problem, I, I said, I'm sorry, I didn't didn't know it, you know, I, I had curfew if I'm not playing, and he looked at me, he was like, alright, you're in a shit, but you wanna go have a few beers with us? I am like, yeah, <laughs> no problem, so I went and sat and drank beers with him until like three in the morning he's the nicest guy in the whole world he was mad at me and then he was like okay well you're here so you might as well have beers with us (laughs) and he loves his pints uh but just a just an awesome awesome guy
1: yeah backtrack to coach herb there what was he like as a coach was he a bit of a hard ass just like they showed in the movie or was he a little bit different from what they portrayed him as
3: no no it portrays him it portrays him perfectly um exactly the way that he was there is the way he was with us. He, I was fortunate. He, he loved me. Like three days into his tenure as our coach, uh, brought in halfway through the year, he brings me in and he goes, I, I, I want you to wear the A. You're a leader on this team. I'm like, dude, I'm not taking the A off one of our Czechoslovakian guys. So we have eight guys that are Czechs, and I am not taking it. I'm friends with all of them. He's like, well, I don't care. You're wearing it because you're a leader. I'm like, okay, well, you're just adding an A on to someone. I'm, I'm not taking away. Or right. I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look like the asshole, Herb. And Herb was just awesome. I remember one time we were in, uh, we were in Colorado, and I got, I got hit in the head, and I I, I, I was a little concussed, and they said that I was faking on the air with the TV guys. And Herb actually attacked the guy. It's on YouTube. attacked attacked their uh, TV guy Kelly in 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 the hallway after the game. And says you bullshit, you fucking asshole. He wasn't faking, fucking guy, and he pushed him and whatever. So Herb got suspended a game. I was out with a concussion. We were playing the next night in Nashville. So I go to morning skate, but I can't skate because I have a concussion. Herb. Herb can't go on the ice because he's suspended. So he calls me at like three o'clock. He goes, "What are you doing?" I go, "I don't know. i just getting ready to go to the game." He goes, "Well, let's go down on Broadway. Let's let's go for a couple beers before the game." So
0: <laughs> before me, the game,
3: me, me me. Oh, well, because he wasn't coaching and I wasn't playing. Oh, so so me, me and Herb went and drank beers all afternoon until uh, the game started. <laughs> I got a concussion. Here's what I know. <laughs> Beers are not good if you have a concussion. <laughs> uh, but God rest his soul, just a tremendous human being, and uh, probably the greatest feat I think in sports in any era is them winning uh, the 80 Olympics. Just, mm-hmm. just unbelievable.
2: So, last time we st- we spoke, Matthew, uh, COVID was kind of oh, no. He's dialing us now.
0: <laughs> Barney are you there, Barney? Yeah, what's that? You uh, you were phoning someone else. It's okay. We're, we still got you, though. We're good. Troy, go on.
2: I, I was just going to say, last time we spoke on the podcast, COVID was kind of rampant and whatnot, and the golf season hadn't really started. You had a few rounds in. Fast track to September 15th. Uh, how many rounds you got in, and how's the golf game going? Today was 95. Holy wow. shit.
0: I was born in 95, Matthew.
3: Yeah, there you go, there you go. Yeah, yeah. My son's in ninety eight. Uh, yeah, today, today was ninety five. It, it's been a crazy summer. I've either played really, really well and shot between like sixty seven and seventy four, or I've been fucking horrible. <laughs> it, it, it's, 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 it's amazing when you can pick up a wedge and think you're gonna jar it from one hundred and twenty yards, and then pick up a wedge the next day and just pray to hit a green that looks like a 747. Like, <laughs> seriously, that, that's been, like, the tale. I'm, I'm Jekyll and Hyde. Like, I am the ultimate Jekyll and Hyde. I can either crush a driver or snap bucket. Um, but it's financially, it's been a good year. Um, but but it, 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 it's been a lot of fun. 95 years, I have the best girlfriend in the world. She lets me play any day I want. A lot of days are 36 and 45 holes. I come home. It's it's almost eleven o'clock because I tell her we can play in the dark. We got these glow glow in the glow in the dark balls. We can play really late. Unfortunately, we're drinking about fifteen beers after the <laughs> round. Uh,
0: Matthew, I'm I'm curious. Obviously, I want to actually know. I'll ask this one first. How much money are you playing for on the course?
3: It ranges. I play for way too much, (laughs) way, 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 way too much. I I would say a mild day is five hundred, and a big day is ten thousand. Oh my god!
0: Hey Barney, here it is. If when you come down to the member guest next year, you float me. Me and you will play cylinder and someone else, but we have to win. Otherwise, otherwise I'm fucked. But yeah, (laughs) yeah, I'm in.
3: Well, if I. If I'm floating you, then it doesn't really matter. I'm the only one getting fucked. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. No. Like, hey, what's silly's handicap?
0: Uh, I want to say six or
2: seven.
3: Okay, so okay, we're right around the same. We're good. Yeah, I like it.
2: All right, game on. I like it. Did you get out to play with? Perfect. Did you get out to play with your I'll, buddy?
3: I'll, I'll be a 14 by next year. I can promise. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Did you get out to play with your buddy Chris Nealon near uh, so far this summer or no? Who's that? Nealon. 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 Nealon.
3: No, 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 I haven't played with Nealer at all. I haven't played with Nealer at all. I, I don't play with a lot of those guys. I actually think my son was playing with those with those guys today. Uh, not Nealer, but I think he was playing with Eric Carlson, Tourist. Uh he trains with all those guys, so I think they were all going out Alan Klein, who plays Calgary and in the place for Ottawa, Nikki Paul. I think they were all going out. Um, But no, I, uh, I, I haven't played with Nero at all. Guys got pretty good mitts, though, for uh, for like summer hockey, but I've never played golf with them. Daniel Opperton is a pretty good golfer,
2: though. And I got the joys of sitting here and talking to my brother and Dan tonight, and <laughs> you're just hanging out with him, you know, just a couple. Big no, that's names. Junior.
0: Junior's hanging out with that. Oh,
2: Junior's just hanging out with some couple big names. Holy Jesus! Wow.
0: Are you floating, Junior? What's that sorry? Are you float? Are you floating the younger Matthew Barnaby Jr.?
3: Oh yeah, yeah. Matthew Matthew's like a a ten. Um, if he put any work into his game, he'd be a plus two in a hurry. He's fucking bombs, the ball that six foot three, hundred and eighty pounder can turn and coil. <laughs> And just crush it, but uh, he just—he's got to work on those wedges a little bit more. He—he he doesn't realize well, everyone can bomb it. Um, if his wedges were even remotely a little bit better, his game would just be transformed.
0: So while we're on the topic of uh, junior, like, like let's just give a quick rundown. Where is he playing next year? I knew he, I saw him at uh, the Marley's camp or was it a Toronto Leaf camp? Uh, like, what, what's his uh, path and where is he going?
3: Yeah, we're, we're not sure. With, with COVID and everything, it's been crazy. He played in the SPHL last year, which is kind of like the East Coast. Um, it's hard to break in when you're not drafted. That's the big thing. But he had a great year last year um, as a rookie in that league. Um, he, he'll, he'll definitely have an AHL tryout, and we'll see if he, if he starts there. Uh, really, really talented kid. Um, but with COVID, we, we really don't know what's happening um, between his agent and everything that's happened. Uh, we, we just don't know where it's going to go this year only because uh, there's so much uncertainty. So uh, he's working hard. He's Like I said, he's, he's training with Carlson every day and Tourists and, and all those guys. They play four-on-four, three-on-three, and, and have a great time. But it, there's so much uncertainty we really don't know. Yeah. He's really, really hoping to play in the AHL, but again, uh, too early to tell because December is the earliest it's going to get started.
0: Well, quickly here, Matthew, before we go into our segment, questions from the gallery. Um, last night, you know, you come and you do a FaceTime for, I mean, you might have charged me a venmo later, but not sure. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to let you know the boys were really appreciative of that, and they had an absolute time. I hope you had fun. It, it
3: was it, it, it was awesome. It was great. I, I'm glad you gave me a, a bio um, for, for everyone that was there and kind of a, you know, just just a group that looks like they were having fun and having some pints and and getting ready for a, a great three-day weekend I, I love those I host my own tournament up here with a bunch of guys Ryder Cup style and there's nothing better than than playing golf with your buddies having a few laughs and and the competition is real you guys playing against another club and um it, it's fun but it's competitive and that's the only thing that I have anymore um, that's competitive at all is, is, is golf. So it's great. It's something you can do with your kids. It's something you can do for a long period of time. Uh, but the competitive juices flow wild. And uh, seeing you guys last night uh, laughing, having beers, getting ready to have your event was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, we're excited to uh, take on the Wascana and uh, hopefully we uh, retain the cup and win it. So um, we'll move into our segment now, questions from the gallery brought to you by player golf be sure to use the promo code off the hosel 20 is it off the 20 off the hosel 20 for 20 percent off that's off the hosel 20 for 20 percent off be a player and off obviously and also barney is a, a player ambassador as well correct
3: love it love it yeah great stuff actually i'm wearing one of their hoodies right now um actually zip ups and my buddy just said where'd you get that and i was telling him the whole story so what a great company uh they are and great people
1: I'm going
2: gonna, gonna to ask. I don't care. I'm curious. With the uh, player, with you, Matt, and, and ourselves, are you getting a lot of product like to uh, give out as like, gifts or prizes or anything like that? Well, we haven't yet.
3: Um, I think we're going to evolve as we go through, just like you guys, but we haven't done enough uh, events yet. But their, their stuff's incredible. So anyone uh, listening, I'm sure you guys talk about them a lot. Because, yeah. Um, I partner with you guys, but uh, their stuff is absolutely incredible Com- comfortable price right is uh price point is right in the right spot so like i said great people uh canadian company and uh just absolutely awesome stuff
0: all righty barney question number one first nhl goal who is it against
3: uh philadelphia tommy Soderstrom. End and i geek everyone out <laughs> well okay that's not true the first two parts are correct uh, but it was on the power play with Dale Howard, Chuck, and Pat LaFontaine. God bless uh, our guy, uh, Howie, who, who just passed away a few weeks ago. But it was a banging rebound on Tommy Saunders.
2: Love it. Boys? I'm just looking up the goal on YouTube. Uh, okay, so second question. What are your thoughts on the PGA Tour Championship and the rules? How a guy has you know, a certain shot lead. Are you a fan or not a fan?
3: I, I'm okay with it. I, I I think it gives, you know, what used to happen was all the best players wouldn't play because there was nothing in it for them. So I think the FedEx Cup is a, a big thing in keeping golf interesting as we get through and get through the majors. Um, having a leader uh, with a two-stroke lead and having a kind of uh, you know a, a ladder approach to 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 everyone, I I, I think it's good. I think guys understand it. it is where it is dustin johnson started with a two-stroke lead ended up winning hey i even like that he won by one more so yeah he not only had this two-stroke lead but he won by three so good for him
1: yeah i got one here barney um you said you like tampa to win the cup but who's one player that's kind of stood out to you this playoffs you've, you've been watching lots of hockey but who's one player that maybe hasn't got a you know much rep from the media or just kind of uh Bit of an underdog on a team. Which which player did you like watching this year?
3: Yeah, I I would go with uh, Pajot. Um, John Gabriel Pajot has been incredible, and I get to watch him a lot in in Ottawa. Um, uh, Watching my son train with him as we speak. Victor Hedman just tied it up for Tampa Bay. Oh boy! Uh, But uh, I watched Pajot play. And he's 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 all heart. I mean, absolutely all heart. Yeah, not and a big when guy. They traded for him. Uh, yeah, he, he's just such a great team guy. And when Lou made that trade, gave up a first rounder, uh, signed him to the long term deal, thirty million dollars. A lot of people were saying, "Why?" You know, he's, he's a third third line guy. He's so versatile, and what he's done for that team, I think he's elevated them even more. They wouldn't be where they are without them. They have Matthew Barzell, and I can guarantee there's not a lot of people out there that can name seven players mm. for, the, for, for the New York Islanders. Has made a difference on that team. He will for years yeah. to come. They're a blue-collar team, and he really epitomizes what they are as a team.
1: Right.
0: So another guy, too, I was going to throw at you, Brock Nelson. Like He's a guy that's just an absolute stud in the playoffs. Hidden gem.
3: He's he's been awesome. Eberle's been awesome. Um, Obviously, Barzell's been awesome. Uh, They're they're a team. They're very, very well coached. They buy in. You only are ever going to play one way if you play for Barry Trotz. And they don't have the superstars. They they don't have the high-end guys besides Barzell. You know, the high, high high-end superstars, they buy in. And, and you buy in, and, and just the fact, a guy like Lee has been so good. They're, they're just a team. Their, their d is by far the most underrated d in the National Hockey League.
0: So, Barney, this is a question from um, our father. Um, he asks, have you ever had a coach, like a hitch, when he wants you to, like, spike back at him, like, fuck you, you hitch, and, and then he loves it. Like, have you ever had a coach that you're just, like, mother – fucking him and just like, he hates you and you're not a fan of him?
3: I, I, I don't think I have. Um, I, I've had guys that i battled with. I don't... I don't I, I'm very outspoken, as you guys know. I, <laughs> I don't shy away from from controversy or conflict. Um, I haven't had a coach that I think thrives off it. Uh, i say John Tortorella is a guy that I probably battled the most with Lindy Ruff. Uh, guys that You know, I'd say Torch is even better at letting it go than Lindy was in the in the day. Torch was probably the closest that I've had that maybe thrived off it or looked for it or tried to piss you off. But I I I don't think he 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 necessarily wanted it. He just created it because of his personality. Um, So we would bark back at each other, but in the end, he just didn't think I was a good enough player to play for him. And I I went to New York. I had three great years there, and. When I scored my first goal against him and we beat them, I just told him to go suck my dick.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, Matthew, Chris chimed in on the Instagram page. He wants to know who your favorite NFL team is and who your pick to win the Super Bowl is this year.
3: Oh, God. Thanks for making me. I was really having a great interview here and loving you guys. (laughs)
0: Nice one, Chris. (laughs) I'm
3: I'm I'm a New York Jets fan. And they absolutely suck. We have the worst coach in the league, in Adam Gaze. We have a great quarterback, no weapons. He's got he's got as many weapons as Switzerland does. Um, I bet you, 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 you know you know you're a fan of a team when you wake up on a Tuesday morning and look at the odds the coming week, and they're plus 6.5 favorites, and you lock in a massive bet because you know they're going to get blown out by 21 and you're just afraid that the, the line's going to go to 7, which it did really quickly after I bet in because it was that big. And, uh, yeah, I'm a Jets fan. They suck. They they, 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 they they suck really bad. I also bet them they'll win under 6.5 games, which they will do. They will win a max of 6 games, probably 4 or 5. So fire... Fire hashtag fire. Yates.
2: <laughs> and who's winning the Super Bowl? The Jets. Kansas City. The goddamn Jets. Kansas,
3: Kansas City. I'll give you my my wild card. I don't know if, it, if it's a big big wild card, but I'll say New Orleans with Drew Brees well, aging. That's that's but my they that, good the that's other night against Tampa.
2: that's my pick for the the Super Bowl champions this year was New Orleans. Uh, so. Can't,
3: can't, the thing is, Kansas City. Edward Larry. I don't know if you guys watched uh, the first game, but yeah. he was a stud at LSU. Just a first-round pick, like five foot eight. Um, just a little, little uh, as as Darren Pang would say, a little guy with gumption. Yeah. Uh, the guy, the, the guy, the guy is so good. Uh, Kansas City will be tough to beat, but if someone can 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 be an underdog, um, still be great. Uh, New Orleans is great.
2: My Eagles suck too. Just so you know. Yeah, they blew that
3: this
2: weekend, didn't they? Ooh. 17 nothing. Uh, 17 Jesus. nothing lead, it's okay. Barney, last time...
3: They lost to a team without a, la, without a last name. But the <laughs> best thing is, that.
2: the Washington football team is the only team in that division that has a win, so I don't feel so bad. Yeah, no kidding.
0: Barney, last time we talked, uh, in episode 8, uh, we talked briefly about Hyven Alenka. How is he as a coach, and, you know, like, as a person, I mean, I'm not sure if you understood his, was it, he's Russian, right? Or English or Canadian? Was he no, was he, he French? Czech. Uh, Czech. So like, let's talk about Ivan quickly here.
3: I, I, Ivan was an awesome guy. Uh, you know, he didn't understand my type of game. Um, God bless him. He, he passed away a few years ago. Um, but a, a, an awesome game. We, we didn't mesh as, as a coach, uh, player, because he, he, he came from Europe. He came from Czechoslovakia. Didn't understand what, what I brought to the table, uh, but what I can say, he was just a—he was a tremendous human being and loved to play golf. He sucked at it. He'd always say, "Barney, can I borrow your clubs?" I was like, "Yeah, I even not you just go buy your fucking own
1: <laughs> all, all day long."
3: And you—you—you—you you, you, you can have my clubs if you play me more than two two minutes a night. You can actually have my clubs. I'll go buy more. But a, a, a great man, a great man.
0: Boys, anything else?
1: No, I think that's good.
0: Bernie, you have one last send-off story for us—a funny one from your playing days, or golfing days, or the ten grand you've been playing for on the golf course.
3: Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I well, I, I'm not going to lie. Thank, thank God, there was a porta potty on hole number four today because I spent about forty-five minutes in there. Um, I want, I, I want to thank the course today where I was playing for having it there. Cause, <laughs> Um, that would have been a pair of Jay Lindberghs. I would have never got back. Those white pants would have never, never, ever, ever been the same. And I'll use my line because I hit a ball so far, so far left on hole number four today. Um I'm going to use uh, a line from my caddy when I went and, and played at Bally button, And uh, just, just one of the best lines ever. I'm like, do you think we can find it? He's like, Last you couldn't find that, lad, if it was wrapped in fucking bacon. <laughs> well, man, we, we didn't find it. We didn't find it, boys. I can't, I can't wait to get to Sask. I can't wait to play golf with you guys and uh, meet you guys in person. Aw, awesome group.
0: Love it, Barney. Take care, man. Take care. Yeah, thanks for doing this. All Thank
2: right. you. Take Cheers, care. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Hi, Troy Kosar from Off the Hustle. Go and visit our friends over at Rapid Lawn Landscape Solutions to get that green grass that you've always wanted. Be like me and many others that they've helped over the past few years to get that yard that they've always dreamed of. They offer such services as synthetic turf, residential landscaping, landscaping supply, and hydro seating. Call them at 306-993-7300 to get your free quote or email rapidlawn.ca. Also, don't forget to ask about the Rapid Lawn Finance It program. Again, call 306-993-7300 or email rapidlawn.ca Alrighty, there it is the interview with Matthew
0: Barnaby and obviously started off the top of the show with Mike Langan, the made rep uh, did chat with him, started the show talking about their new product, line of product and irons and uh, it was kind of crazy the stats he brought up, That you know that Troy and Dan know that 5% in the USA
2: are left handed golfers I was not aware of
1: that 5% so I'm not a loner oh yeah, you're a lefty yeah, actually no. Remember, there was forty percent of our uh, golf trip at White Bear there that were lefties. Oh yeah, that was. I've never seen that ever.
0: I think some of our guys were uh, swinging the wrong way. But <laughs> uh, I am. I uh, anyhow, no, I, was, I thought it was a good podcast today with uh, with Barney. Uh, always has a, a a great story to tell. Uh, he was actually in a bar in Ottawa. Uh, he, he was trying to Facetime us on the podcast twice. Uh, I think he had his headphones in, and I'm pretty sure he was live betting as the pod was going on, boys.
2: Yep. And he was even trying to dial me at the same time.
0: <laughs> Rev, thoughts on the pod today?
1: Yeah, Barney, thanks for coming on again. Um, guy could talk forever, so appreciate you taking the time to do this, and I hope everyone enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, he's an absolute weapon. I mean, uh, Barney did that speech yesterday for the Royal team, as like, I mentioned earlier, Troy and Dan, and we have the, the Fraser Cup this weekend. Uh, I think Barney's a riot. He's a good, good speaker. He's funny, tells good stories. Um, and told some stories about Ivan not a fan of Melbury, I don't think.
2: Um, and he's not scared to come on the podcast, that's for sure. Yeah.
0: An absolute, uh, beauty and always a pleasure. And we can't wait to actually, he said it himself. He's coming out to Sass to play golf with us and, um. He's going to win some money. That's going <laughs> to Yeah. I'm not playing for money with him. Uh, actually yeah, I'd play for money. I just put my house up
2: and. Well, he basically called out silly. Who did? Barney. Oh, that's a plan. Yeah, you and you and Barney against uh, Silly and I don't know who it was. Someone else.
0: We'll find out. We'll, we'll have a game. I just I hope some money on that. Hope I win though, just could be a
2: lot oh, of I debt. Mean, I'm sure when he's playing for how much did he Ten say? Ten grand. Around, I'm sure he could float you a hundred bucks if it had to be. That is very true.
0: Uh, Troy, rip off the social media handles, please,
2: and the sweaters again. Instagram, Twitter, at underscore off the hustle, Facebook, at off the huzzle. Get one of your beautiful off the huzzle sweaters. Come in gray or black. Super comfy, super fuzzy. Everyone loves them. $40 a sweater. Five bucks is going to the Cancer Foundation of Saskatchewan. Near and dear to my heart and lots of people out there. So uh, don't be a cheapskate. DM us and uh, get your sweater order in. And our social media handles are at Coaster Drew, at Coaster Troy, at D
0: Hags on Twitter, at York Crow, at Daniel Five, and at Coaster on Instagram. Our DMs are always open. Slide in, see what's up. We always have time to answer questions. I think. Uh, for everyone listening now, Troy's gone next week. Not in the not in the pod next week. He's back to work, and uh, it's me and the Reverend, and we will be having on local. I'd say not legend, but she's going to be one day. From Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, Anna Young on the Symmetra Tour, grinding day in, day out to get on the LPGA, so it should be a lot of fun. Well,
2: guys and listeners, everyone enjoy the U.S. Open this weekend, and uh, let's go DJ.
1: And go Royal Golf Course.
0: I love it, Rev. Let's go Royal Reg. For once in my life today, boys, we're going biased on the Royal Reg. Let's go, baby! Troy, always a pleasure. Take care, my brother. You too. And Rev, love you. See you later. Love you guys. Peace! Oh yeah! Subscribe. Break to us. Oh, buy Manscape. Get those push trans. Shrimp. Peace. See you.